Kia ora, this is Troy Kingy, and today we are talking about my new album, Time Wasters, soundtrack to current day meandering. albums in 10 genres in 10 years project for seven years now looking back on these past few years do you think your process has changed when approaching a new album i don't think it's changed much i think it's still the same it just feels like it's getting a lot harder that's all the the further on we go the the more years that go by the harder it feels the the more i'm questioning everything that i'm doing you know i'm even though this is number seven, you, you'd think I'm sweet with it all now, but I'm, it still doesn't come easy to me. I really have to work at it. So yeah, the further along we go, the harder it's becoming. Especially the last couple, it feels like I really had to, I really had to work at it. Whereas probably in the past, things have just flowed a lot easier. each of these albums are you completing them before moving on to the next one or do you sit on tracks and ideas and revisit them later on oh I'll, I'll have ideas which have come really few and far between this last couple years but i'll have an idea a melody or something that will strike me and i have to lay it down whether it's a voice memo or just chuck a few chords around it just so that i've got it there for when i do get to that big chunk where I'm putting the album together so I'll collect all these little things and then leading into the studio there's probably a two or three week window of just writing and I found that's the best way to keep the album cohesive and within the same world whereas I write a song now and then I write a song seven months down the track and then and so on I feel like it can be a bit all over the place it doesn't feel like a one solid piece of art, so it's, 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 it has been working for me so far, so I just kind of run with it. Casting your mind back. Can you think of the earliest point that an idea of an instrumental album came about? The first idea probably was the song Happy Colour. Before even writing any of the songs, I knew what I wanted it to be about. I spent a lot of time away from home, so the concept of it was actually actual games that I play on my phone when I'm on the plane or when I'm away. Um, and if you look at the, the names of the songs, they're all actual games that I play a lot. And Happy Colour is 
It's kind of like a paint by numbers, like a colouring in book app. And um, yeah, it was the first song that that I jammed and that felt like that was kind of the world I wanted to be aiming for. So that was kind of the blueprint and that was maybe three months before going into the studio. Well, I hadn't finished the song, but I had I had maybe a verse or an idea. But as far as the concept for the album, before doing it, like say five years ago, I had, I was wanting to do an Afrobeat album, was the thing, until I got closer to it and realized I probably needed another 20 years under my belt, probably had to go live in Africa for a while and actually be part of that culture and that music to, for it to be authentic. And I was just like, I don't want to do a half-assed thing, so let's, let's find something that's kind of in a realm that... a bit more about the idea around naming the tracks after games like Rubik's and Minesweeper. Where did that come from? The further along I go, the harder it becomes to find inspiration. Um, I had to go to Joshua Tree this year just to get out of my comfort zone and spark something fresh. And it was great. Between, I mean, I'm doing an album a year and between those years, my life doesn't change that much, you know. I'm at home, my wife goes to school. I mean, she works at, she's a high school teacher and my kids go to school as well. And I'm doing the washing or whatever. And then I have to write an album and you have to try and find inspiration or something to write about that's different. <laughs> that's different to the previous one that you only just finished bringing up. And um, I've even gone so far as to, as to write about spacey aliens. I don't know if the Zygotron album you really have to think outside the box. But so I thought, why don't I just use the simple mundane stuff that I, I spend a lot of time doing. I'm away from home a lot. And when I'm on planes or traveling, I'm just playing games on my phone or doing emails. And I thought, why don't I just take that simple thing and let's try and make it into something cool. So that's basically where it comes from. It's the first single, but it's also the first song on the album. And with most of the albums, I've tried to, with the first track, um, encapsulate the whole vibe with the sound of the entire album. And I think Bastard does that. And, um, yeah, it's really moody. There's not much going on, but it, it just you can just sit with it and enjoy the pace of it and not get bored of it. And not only that song, but the whole album, that's what I'll try to do, is try to have songs that don't have vocals, but, but there's enough for you to sit with it and to sit with me and not want to switch off, you know? So, yeah, trying to find the vibe of the album, I think that one encapsulates it. And 
I don't know if I already talked about what a what the basket is. Um, a card game. It's a card game uh, that I my whole band and a few other people on the road, and sometimes it can take up to three and a half hours to finish the game, depending on how invested everyone is in it. Our new uh, rituals when we're on tour is after our shows, we either go to a karaoke bar and sing karaoke songs, ending with Bohemian Rhapsody, or we'll go back to a hotel room and play Bastard. Who's usually winning these games? <laughs> I win, and, and people think that I'm cheating because I keep adding new rules. I'm not adding new rules, I just forget to tell them certain rules and when they do something wrong, they're like, hey, just, just be doing this. And, and they're like, why did you tell me before you just make it up as you go along? So um, people would say I'm a cheat, but um, I'm just competitive.
started working on. It's about five and a half minutes long, but it doesn't seem that long. It feels like there's enough there's enough movement and changes in it to keep the air intrigued. So when I first started working on it, I did feel like a bit of a wanky type guitarist trying to um, substitute my voice for the guitar. But the more I played it and the more I listened to it now, the more it's become my favorite song.
to be the vibe of that kind of walking on the street and just feeling like a badass. Um, yeah, that uh, pretty much that one, Bastard, Happy Color, I could listen to those over and over again. I love those songs. Last year during my Rat Bags tour, I learned how to do the Rubik's Cube. <laughs> my son taught me and, and also sent me a YouTube how to do the proper algorithms and I'll probably pick up a Rubik's at least once a day. So it's, it has become a part of my life. <laughs> and uh, so I have to give it some sort of a badass song to go with it. So it, there's also some gang vocals in there, which is was me and my daughter, um, Takodi, my oldest daughter. She came down to the studio for a couple of days and I ended up just chucking her in to do vocals.
basically made this beat up on on an app on my phone. A reason, which I used to have like 20 years ago, Reason was the meanest application for making cool beats. I had the free version, so it was very uh, limiting. But I ended up, I just wanted to make like a beat that should get on the the built-in beats that you get on on old organs like Fox Trot, marching, whatever it is. So we had it. So the beat on there is basically I just sent the beat from my phone, the crusty as version, and we just duplicated it and added some drums on top of that. That was before even writing a chord, and then everything kind of just come out from that. And yeah, that's a fruitier tune. I don't know if you know the game, Minesweep. A lot of people think it's too hard to play, but if you actually sat with it for like five minutes, it's actually a really simple game. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those old school purists. I love Minesweep. I love all those old ones.
sponsorship or the name Krispy Kreme. Whenever I go home, normally every second time, not every time. I don't want to give my kids that sugar rush too much, but um, I always come back with a thing of Krispy Kremes on the airport. I thought, why don't I? My daughter, who's only under, she's she's only nine. The one who sings that song, she's nine years old, and um. She sings a lot, and and I just love hearing her sing. And I'm like, wouldn't be busy to have her singing the bonus track. So we kind of wrote the song about me bringing Krispy Kremes home, but uh, it's also about her wanting to be on the road with me. There's the line, um, next time you leave, can I come? I won't get in the way. It's quite a touching track. Yeah, it all stems from the Krispy Kreme. There's the uh, line about. I hope for a green bag in your hand, sugar wonderland. And, um, yeah, it's a, you can only go so deep when you're trying to write for a nine-year-old to sing, sing a song, you know, you can't get them singing these big adult themes. So I just think it's cool. I think it's cool that she's not even 10 yet and, and she's bringing out her first single on one of my albums. And it's just a refreshing, you know, you have all these songs with no vocals and then the last one's just this refreshing young, pure voice that comes in that cleans the palate. Yeah, it's just a nice little sweet end to the album, I think. Time goes by
Order. This is Troy Kingy, and you're listening to Totally Wired on Be With Me.